Blog Talk Radio. since uh, June 1st. My last show was well, actually was a great show with uh, the uh, dynamic author, world-renowned uh, Diane Martin, and her cast uh, of the upcoming theater play taking place next Saturday, July 26th at 6 o'clock uh, in Lansing, Illinois, at Thornton Fractional South High School. Uh, that was a great interview. Uh, interesting perspectives from each and every one of them uh, as far as how they uh, grasp the roles that they're playing with this uh, great, great stage play. I recommend you all get out there and get your tickets to see this show. And speaking of tickets, I'll be giving away two of them within a half hour. Uh, and uh, what we'll do is we will take a, before a break, I will let you know that when we come back from the break, uh, I will be taking caller number whatever. If you are that caller, you win. It's simple. If you're not that caller, I'll tell you what number you are, and I'll go right to the next caller. So I ain't hanging up on you. Don't say, he hung up on me. No, I ain't trying to hang up on you. I'm just trying to get to who won the tickets. That's all I'm trying to do. So don't trip. All right. But anyway, do I have a chance to win two tickets? I'm telling you, that show, everybody, uh, the, the, the director, Diane Martin, her husband, William Martin, the directors and producers, the cast, they are pumped up for this show. They are excited. They can't wait. I can't wait. 
I just recently uh, <clears throat> moved to Texas, which is why I had not done a show. Just been too preoccupied and too busy trying to get things going on. And uh, I'm here. I love it. Uh, I'm back on the air. But I tell you what, next weekend I'm not going to be in Texas. I'm going to be in Chicago. I'm going to see this play, period. So, anyway, moving on, uh, my guest today, and this, this is what I love about Facebook. Man, <clears throat> Facebook has done so many things to enhance my life. It really has, I'm, in, in a good way. And it's all about how you use this media. And I, I've gotten to know some, some great, great people, uh, people who've had great dialogue, agree to disagree, and disagree. Uh, very respectful, and uh, I've, I've just made some, met some dynamite people. I've, I've learned from a lot of people. Uh, some people tell me that they learned some things from me. I'm flattered. Uh, I just put down and write what I feel and let it, let it roll. But uh, my guest today, another dynamic brother, another example of why I love this medium, uh, which is why uh, I, I just do what I can to promote these extraordinary people doing extraordinary things. That's what this show is all about. It's not about me. It's about promoting people who are doing positive things, extraordinary people, and doing extraordinary things. We don't, we don't need the so-called experts that you see on mainstream radio. We need the everyday people who are out there, who are in the mix, in the trenches, every damn day, seeing what the hell's going on out here. Like my next guest, his brother is representing, check this out, Cooley High School, Chicago, <laughs> Harold Washington Community College, the Art Institute of Chicago, he is the owner and the artist of Abstract T-shirts. I want to bring on Brother Jimmy Williams. Jimmy, thanks for coming on, man. Keith, man, thanks for asking me to come, man. I appreciate it. Hey, let's, let's go back to Cooley High because I know <clears> that, you know, <throat> the first thing that we think of when we hear Cooley High and you say you went there, it's like, you know, you, you went there and I, did you get that a lot? I get it all the time, you know. Um, they still ask me, "Is it still up?" I tell them, "No, it's uh, re- it's, it's it's torn down." But yeah, because most of the people that 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 went to Cooley High, um, um, they just happen to have real decent jobs. They met another level. Well, I mean, by level of people is people that that just never grew up in the hood, so they're real fascinated by this movie. And a lot of them just ask, you know, uh, the things that were done in a movie. Did we do them? In real life, a lot of that stuff, yeah, you know, we hung around. We basically played the dozens all day and basketball. We skated on the blacktop. We had parties over in the red projects, over in the white projects, the row houses. Uh, yeah, we had our problems with the, you know, with the brothers, but they basically kept amongst themselves. But yeah, um, a lot of that stuff did happen, and a lot of them do ask. They get personal sometimes. Um, well. Were you scared when you was growing up and whatnot? I didn't see any fear because most of the people that I met in Cabrini got me to where I'm at now. Um, a friend, a, a good friend of mine named uh, Ifel Manuel. When I was in Cabrini, he graduated from Ray Vogue School of Design, and uh, before he left, before he left um, Cooley High, he was the best architectural drafting in Cooley. So I hung up under him until he graduated from the time I was a sophomore until he graduated as a senior. And he taught me, um, he failed manual. I'll never forget it. I, I tell him, I give him his praises every day other than God. But I tell him all the time, man, if it wasn't for him being in my life at certain times, I learned how to be a photographer up under him. I learned how to um, 
I learned how to do um, architectural draftings and concepts uh, up under him. I knew how to work the system as an adult under him. What I mean by system is sometimes you get out in the world and you got to learn certain things that you really don't want to be bothered with. Me, a lot of things as far as uh, political, um, a lot of stuff dealing with um, uh, board meetings and meeting certain people um, at a different level in terms of um, uh, corporate, it's a certain way you got to talk to him. He did that, and he gave it to uh-huh. me for free. So I used that, kept that, and I and, and, and I and I put it in my memory bank, and I use it when I have to, and I use it when I need to. I know that I have it, so it's like it's not going anywhere. I can I can pretty much adapt to any situation that I just happen to come uh-huh. across during the course of my week. See, that, that's something that uh, I know my youngest son, he's, uh, you know, I, I came up, and my people, we had all the projects covered, my brother, believe me. We were everywhere. We, I, I had to come up at, uh, at for a period of time in Henry Horner over on uh, West Van Buren. But we had them all covered. And my, my son is pretty, my youngest son is pretty suburban. And I always tell him, I say, you know what, we, I wouldn't say that uh, recommend that you pick, the project, so as far as by choice, but I'm telling you, the, 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 the lesson that you learn, if you can survive in those projects and the lesson that you learn, man, they will take you a lifetime, a lifetime, valuable lesson that you can use anywhere, man. I'm telling you, so I, I, I'm proud to have come up through that, that, that. Oops, what the heck is going on here? Uh, but uh, well, everyday people playing. I'm the only one here. You got, <laughs> you got some music in the background, huh? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Okay. But, um, okay. Anyway, uh, you know, being, being in front of servers, you, you, get, you get a different angle. You, you can tend to be a little bit naive. You don't, you know, you don't really understand the angle in which the entities in the city kids are kind of coming from. What, what do you think about that? Well, you just talked about the lesson that you learned right here in Cabrini Green. Well, it, it wasn't, it was a class thing, really. Man. This system got it just broken down into um, uh, who's got what. Who's got the best education? Who's got this? Who's got that? That's the whole system thing. But as far as on a personal level, it's just a matter of just whether you want to learn from that person or not, or this person or not. You know, because some people do it that that really haven't grew up in the projects. They got this idea of what project people do and who they are, how they act, how they're supposed to act, and they got it wrong because unless yeah. you ask, you'll never know. You know, you can be around some people, man. You know, I've done, I've been around people out here in Inglewood, Inglewood, that have actually talked about um, those project ends coming in and messing up everything. I listened to them. They, they didn't know who I was. I didn't get into my personal stuff, but I listened to them, let them talk, run off. You know, then when the question came around to me uh, about where you come from, where you been, I tell them point blank. I'm from. I was from Cabrini Green. The jaws dropped because. Now, the person that they had in their mind wasn't the person that was sitting in front of them. And then yeah. when I break it down to them to the point where, you know, you people are more blind than I am. Because at least I do know and I'm going to ask how, I'm talking about when I came out of Cabrini when I got my first house, how to maintain a house, how to cut the grass, how do I pay my taxes, how and who can I go see about problems in the neighborhood. I was able to ask that. But you got people that will not even do that as far as somebody that's poor, black, coming from Cabrini, maybe just getting out of jail or something like that. The class thing just keeps everybody ignorant in their own little groups. 
So each group has an idea of what the other group does, but instead of these groups talking to each other, they got the notion that they know. Which is kind and of it's all, because all you got to do is ask. It's all systematic. I mean, it's all, this is, a, none of this is by accident, it's by design. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I want to go back yes. just a little bit as far as your uh, your business. You're the owner and artist with abstract T-shirts. <clears throat> and when, when did you... When did, when did you get wind of the fact that, hey, you know, I, I, got, I got something here. You know, when you first saw that you were able to put stuff on something on paper and you really impressed yourself with it to, to, to take it to where it is right now. It was one day I wanted to get a design done. And I stepped into a shop and he gave me all these crazy prices. And I couldn't afford it. So it was a company called PT Shirts on the corner of Cleveland and North Avenue. He had his business in a three-flat, a three-unit building. He had his business in the basement on the first floor. And um, I asked him, I said, um, um, is there any way that you guys can teach me how to screen print in return? What I'll do, I'll be an apprentice. If you need something from the store, you need something, you need me to wash the shop, you need me to go pick up something, I'll do that in return. Wow. That you would just show me how to screen print. And we did that. We, made, we had a handshake deal. And I did that for like eight months. I, I'll get off work, go straight there. And whatever he needed done, swept the floors, dumped the garbage, I did it. And then towards the end of the, his work day, he showed me like over an hour, hour and a half period, how to screen print, how to, um, hmm. what inks to use, plastisol inks, um, what type of heat I need to uh, heat the T-shirts up with, what type of yarn the T-shirts are made out of in terms of um, – the threading, how tight the thread should be, uh, how to how to place the artwork and get it straightened on the T-shirt when you're putting it on the machine, the print itself, what type of mesh to use for the screen. He taught me how to run the whole business for eight whole months, and 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 I was there religiously. And after the eight months, um, it, it went kind of sour. It didn't go sour, but I wanted to do more in his shop. That way, I can learn more. But he had ideas how he wanted his company to grow. So it, it wasn't That's anything right. real bad. He just wanted, he was going in a different direction than I was. Because when I opened up my shop, uh, uh, my mentor was uh, Mr. William Moorhead. He ran a complex over on the north side, uh, Evergreen Apartments, and he did a lot of stuff with CHA. Mr. Moorhead um, um, gave me the opportunity to open up my business. I met him through his wife, as a matter of fact. Let me go back a little bit. His wife owned a, a clothing store called Fashion Station in Old Town. She was the only black store owner that I saw there. And one day I was driving past. I had a whole bunch of um, hand-painted garments in my trunk. I saw her doing something in front of her shop. So I parked, got out, and took her a few pieces. She looked at them, and she got everything I had. It was like 40 pieces. She took all of them in her shop and sold them. And that relationship wow. lasted for like maybe, um, maybe two and a half, three years. Then she introduced me. Then she introduced me to her husband because I was doing the shirts all along. When, I, when she introduced me to her husband, and I told him my idea, he told me to come by the house, beautiful house over on Mohawk, beautiful. And he just, gave, he just asked me to give him an idea. I gave it to him. About a month later, he called me and told me, come on down and, 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 and get the um, uh, keys to the location that I wanted. It was at 1366 Sedgwick. And I got the spot because he knew people in the CAJ. I opened up, and the direction like I said, that I wanted to go in was airbrushing. I didn't know what airbrushing is or was at that time because 
a friend of mine named um, Derek McIntosh. Everybody called him Warp. He was the best airbrush I've ever seen in my life. When he okay. came in, man, we had more we had more fame than we did money. And we rolled for like a good three, four years after that. Airbrushing, screen printing, we just knocked it all out. And um, getting back to PT shirts, if I hadn't asked them to teach me, I probably wouldn't be in this business because I would have had to pay money to go to school, learn some outdated yeah. implements that that would have been no good to me in three, four years. I, I'm not – let me go back. I don't like – it's not that I don't like school. It's just that it systematically, it systematically keeps us stupid. Okay, you can go in there and recite some stuff, but if it's old and outdated, what good is it going to do you? But anyway – he taught me, and I yeah, really appreciate that, too. I hear you. That's interesting. By, by the way, I want to say uh, we, we have a caller call hanging there. We'll be right with you. Uh, but I, the number to call in is 718-664-9513, 718-664-9513. Coming up pretty soon, we'll be uh, giving away the two free tickets. But uh, right now, we just continue on with Brother, Brother Jimmy Williams. What's interesting about you, what you said is that you took it upon yourself to grab that bull by the horns and put forth the effort to put yourself in a position to give yourself an opportunity by going to this brother and asking him. Uh, it's a give and take thing. Hey, you, you help me out here, and I'll I do what I can to, to help you out there. And I, that's that's a good thing, man. I don't I don't know that kids are really doing that stuff today, man. Dude, uh, fast forward right now, this day. June twentieth. I'm doing it right now with a uh, with a store down the street from me, called the um, a Fashion Dynasty. She does alterations. She makes custom uh, wedding dresses, custom um, 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 outfits for anybody. You know, she has her her clientele is pretty much middle aged and whatnot. But she does some beautiful work. I walked in her store, asked her basically the same thing. I said, Robbie. Her name is Robbie. I said, Robbie. I need a place to showcase my design. I don't have my store yet. I had a store. I told her I had a store, but I don't have it now. But I need a place to showcase my stuff, not to come in and take over, just to showcase. I said, if you give me one rack, let me fill that rack with maybe 30, 40 shirts. I will advertise your store like it was mine. And she liked the idea. And we've been rolling for two years on that. I I bought a banner to put up. Flyers, I pump her store everywhere I go. I bring her in business. All I wanted was the space. I'm not trying to count her yep. dollars, and she's not trying to count mine. Yep. And so it works. It's just a matter of just asking. If the person don't say no to me, if a person never told me no, they mean yes. You can uh-uh, uh, come back next week all you want. You still mean yes as far as I'm concerned in my mind. Mm-hmm. That's what we got to do, man. I'm glad you're telling the story, which is, which is why I want to bring people on like yourself. So hopefully, you know, our youth and even ourselves can hear what you're saying. And, you know, maybe you're going about things the wrong way. Maybe you need to try it this way and things might fall into place for you. So I'm, I'm glad you're sh- sharing the story, man. It's, it's, it's a good story on a a way to do things, you know. Hey, that's it. And, and, that, and that's cool. What I'm going to do now, uh, what, what we'll do, we, we have a couple of callers. I'll go ahead and take a, a couple of calls and see where we're going with that. And uh, So just, just hang tight there. Let's see. We have a caller on uh, the last four digits of 0381. Are you there? Are you with us? 0381, are you there? Are you with us? Hello. Carlo, are you with us? How are you? Yes, how are you? Hi, yes, I'm with you. 
Hi, this is Mary Graham, and um, I'm gonna have to. And um, I'm a friend of Jimmy's. Well, not friend. I just met Jimmy last week on Facebook. As you say, it is a uh, a really great place to meet good people, and um, very interesting conversation. I just was calling in for to let him know right there, supporting him. And Keith, I, I think that I'll be listening in on your show also from now on. I appreciate that. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, you got a fan. You got a fan too. And I am definitely, as I was telling Jimmy, oh God, I want to get those tickets because I, you know, I'm a play person, <laughs> and I really would go out there to Lansing to see that play. So, uh, people support your black people. You know. Love you, Jimmy. I went to Cooley also. We're very close-knitted people that lived in Cabrini-Green. And I, I I, just want to tell him I'm, I'm there for his support, and I hope others out there are listening to you also. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, you calling again. And uh, by the way, I, I'm going to be giving away two tickets for the play now in about maybe 15 minutes. So if you want to call back and, and, and get that number, then they're all yours. So uh, keep on listening. I sure will try, and thank you, Keith and Jimmy. Um, Thanks, Mary. Congratulations. Have a great day. Bye. You can thank you much. Take care now. All right. That's that's what I'm talking about, Jim. That is what I'm talking about, man. Uh, we have one more caller. Uh, we have caller on uh, last four two four six seven. Are you with us, caller? Hello. Yes. Hey, what's happening? How you doing? All right. Who, who do we have on the phone? Uh, Mr. Mays, Jeffrey Mays. <laughs> Mr. Mays? Yes. Okay. Uh, go right ahead. You got you got the mic. You got the floor, Lou. Yeah, I was wanting to see you guys' show. It seemed like a good show. Ladies from my church, they gave me the flyer. She's, I think she's in the plate, too, and uh, she was advertising it and, you know, telling our church about it. And it seemed like, you know, something I want to see. Seeing real interesting, so I want to see what the you know thing is all about. I think I, I interviewed uh, the the writer, producer, and director uh, Diane Martin uh, a few weeks ago, and with many of her cast members. And I'm telling you, these they are pumped up, man. They're ready to go. They are excited. They can't wait to tell the story. It's a dramatic story, and it's just about. I think uh, it's just something that people need to get out there and see. You know, just kind of a break. Come out there and see something that we can support each other and benefit from from these stories. I, I really hope you can make it out there. Okay, Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I will. I, I will be uh, it, it, having a call in to win in about maybe 15 minutes or so and giving away two tickets. So if you keep listening and, and give us a call after our first break, and uh, you may get those tickets on the house, man. Okay. Within 15 minutes, you say? Within about 15 minutes or so, yes, sir. Okay. All righty, thanks. Thanks for calling. I, I appreciate your support. All right. Bye. Go ahead, Jim. Okay. Brother Jim. Yo. Miss you here. Okay, okay now, now, this, is, uh, this, this is good. This is good. Um no, we, we want to get back to talking about your business cause, because we, what we definitely want to do also, we've talked about the origin and things that you're doing within it, but we also want to let people know who they need to come to, who, who's the man when they need something. We have graduations, we have family reunions, we have class reunions, we have picnics, company events, 
share with the people what you're able to do, man, for these for these for these for these uh, events. Well, I specialize really in um, family reunion T-shirts because um, that was my niche. I couldn't keep up with the big boys with the hats, pins, mugs, and all that stuff. So I found my niche with families. And um, one of the things I was able to do when I was working at PT Shirts were to was to get a family in a room because a lot of times you got division in the family when it comes to a family reunions because a lot of them want a certain shirt done a certain way. And I was able to bridge that gap the very first time, my first bet out. So I just stuck with only family reunion T-shirts. Yeah, every now and then I'll dabble into some other stuff. Uh, the digital stuff I got into only because I learned how to work computers when I went over to um, Malcolm X College. Uh, my mom's gave me a $1,000 loan, and I took computer classes, and I could put those cycles together blindfolded now. And, mm-hmm. But um, family reunions, um, um, I do a lot of club sets and stuff like that, very few. But if people really want to see my work, you can catch my um, – Check my website out, uh, jimmywilliamsonline.com. That's one word, jimmywilliamsonline.com. You can see all my work. Uh, it got to the point where I was able to produce um, some of my own graphics, some of my own paintings. Um, I got off into a lot of um, producing DVDs of, um, of Cabrini Green. Matter of fact, when I was a photographer in Cabrini Green after Ethel Manuel taught me, I took pictures from 72 all the way up until 2012, and I kept wow. a catalog of those photos. And there's a lot of other brothers that's on Facebook that I met that are doing the same thing. So I threw mine out there. They threw theirs, and we kind of like took each other's and put them on each other's pages. But I was able to do a DVD. Maybe I got maybe four now. But you can see those DVDs on my webpage if you guys are interested. Um, just just go to the DVD, my DVDs, and you can watch all the DVDs I produced over since 2010. Um, okay. I'm one of the artists, man. I just like to stay busy. I like to stay creative. Um, I, the stuff that I have on Facebook and some of the stuff that people have seen of me, of, of, of my work, it's not even touching the top of the iceberg, man. I got a lot of stuff here that um, I'm only saving it until I get my store. I'm going to get another store eventually. And so with- one of the things I really want is a um, – one of the things I really, really, really want, and I'm working on it as we speak, is the Inglewood Art Gallery. Inglewood is, to me, it's like – the reason I got so much passion for Inglewood because you got to keep in mind I came out of the project where we had to go up 15 floors if the elevators weren't working. Now they got to go up five, so I appreciate that. You know, yeah. no elevators. You know, um, most of my friends, a lot of them, have moved out here in Inglewood. We just spread it out. Sometimes I'll be on Ashland, and I'll run into one of my buddies that I grew up with. You know, and some of them got and some of my uh, uh, buddies that still stay over. In Cabrini, matter of fact, I call it Cabrini Green too because most of them are still there. The reason they don't talk about it because management is doing their job. They got out the ones that weren't supposed to be there. Seventy percent of those people that used to live in Cabrini Green is still there, still there. You don't have a, you don't hear a peep from them. Those are the ones that are doing what they're supposed to do. Management doing what they're supposed to do. The city doing what they're supposed to do. That's how a community works. But before before we move up, I want to make sure we understand. Now, if people, if, if they're interested in T-shirts have, for family reunions, that's 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 where you're at with this. They they can they can contact you and they can talk to you and you all can work out whatever it is you need to work out. Oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I, I went off into the fam- I went off into the no, community. I, I, I just want to make sure. Yeah. 
Uh, not a problem. We gonna cause we gonna, we definitely we, we definitely going to the hood. Now you know this. We gonna do that. But I just wanna make okay. sure that we that we get you out there and make sure abstract abstract T-shirts is, is properly represented out here. They they understand what you do and what they can call you for. That's what I wanna make sure. Okay, let me do the commercial real fast. One minute. I'm Jimmy Williams. I'm artist owner of Abstract T-shirts. You can reach me at seven seven three six nine zero five three six 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 nine zero five three six six. I'm open 7 a.m. till right around 5, 7 a.m. to about 5 p.m. But I have a home-based studio, so that means I'm 24-7, so I'll be at your call whenever you need me. If you need um, emergency stuff done, if you need situations where you can't find certain colors, um, I'm here to help you. Just call me if you have a question, even if you got another printer. I don't mind helping you through that situation because a lot of brothers, a lot of printers, a lot of printers uh, have a tendency not to give you the price that you're paying for up front. They'll add it on to the back end, then you wonder why the price is so high. That's because you didn't know. That's because you didn't ask certain questions. But uh, I understand that. Again, if you want to see my work, you can go to jimmywilliamsonline.com, jimmywilliamsonline.com. Again, my telephone number is 773 Beautiful. That's what I'm talking about. I want to make sure that that we get that out there. Ain't no question about it. So what we're going to do, it's uh, about 30 after the hour. What we're going to do, we're going to take a little break. I'm going to play a little old school cut, bring back a few memories for everybody. And uh, when we come back is when I will begin taking callers. We'll take caller number five, caller number five. After the break, if you're the fifth caller, Two tickets to somebody else's baby. You got it. And we'll be right back. Hang with me, Jim. We got this covered, brother. Okay, then. Here we go. Okay, thanks, y'all. We're on a break, so I got another half an hour to go.
Okay, not only Cleo, but we are back. We are back with you. What was that? Who was uh, that? He... What? What's that again, brother? I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I was listening to that record, man. I was just wondering who was that. Oh, that was uh, Junior Walker. Junior Walker and all. Junior uh, back. That was oh, okay. Big, big, that, that was big cut back, in the, back when he was in the projects, man. I remember hearing that. We were on the 13th floor, and I remember they were in the building right across. Man, that was a jam. I, I, I love that record because it reminds me of the old school. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, like so... Well, we uh, we don't have any caller in right now, but uh, if whoever that fifth caller is, uh, we have uh, two tickets for somebody else's baby, and uh, we will take the fifth caller. Uh, we let's see, hold on, Jim. Okay, and you are zero three eight one. You are caller number one. We'll be looking for caller number five. Now if, call, if, now, if he calls back four, she or she calls back four more times, and up being number five, that's it. Okay. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we're not going to make huh? <laughs> We're not going to make this difficult, man. I'm just looking for call number five. Uh, okay. Whoever, uh, in, 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 anyone who is not calling number five, I'll just say, tell you what caller you are, and I will go on to the next. I, I'm not, I'm not hanging up, trying to be rude. I'm just, uh, this is how, uh, this is how it's done. Uh, Brother Jim, in the meantime, until we get. A, uh, we have, we're on caller number one, and, and until we get caller in, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's see, we have, okay, we probably, let me, let me go here again, and we are, you are caller number two. Okay. This is interesting. I, this is the first time I've done this, so this is kind of new. Uh, I'm kind of patenting and, and following how I see the talk shows that, that, that I listen to, how they do it, so I'm just kind of patenting oh. that, so this kind of, this kind okay. of new, brother Jim. Okay. I ain't never done this before, now, but I'm going to hey, do it again. Man. I'm going to I'm going to start doing this quite a bit. Uh, I I definitely want to uh, talk about man. You know, when I was a kid, uh, I remember we lived over on 60, 64th and 60th and Laughlin. Uh, went to St. Rayfield School there, and I'd wake up every okay. morning and I would grab the paper. And the first thing I would do was read the comics. Man, I read Nancy and Sluggo, Big George, all. And first thing I do would read the comics. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to the day, man. When I pick up the Sun Times and look, not pick it up, but when I go online and, and, and read now, man, the first thing I'm saying is, okay, how many was it yesterday? How, how many last night? What's the count? What's the number? What's going on with Chicago, man? And before you answer that, let me let me we, we, we're going to get into that because I want, I want to, we're going to clear the board and then we're going to we're going to roll once we give the tickets away. And you are okay. caller number caller number three. So, uh, man, what's going on? What what you were right there. In Englewood, you see what people like myself don't see. I know what my understanding is from reading it, from having been there, but you are seeing this stuff currently. What's happening, man, from your perspective? Well, from yeah, from, from my point of view and from me being here and hearing things on the bus, I still drive the bus, ride the bus to work from 73rd um, National all the way to uh, 79th Street. It's mostly, um, I, can't, I, I hate to say that it's attitude, it's almost like they, everybody's just sick and tired of each other. It's like everybody is short-fused. Um, you can't speak to each other. You know, if you do speak to each other, it's got to be a certain way because they call it disrespect. I don't know how if you're just speaking. But a certain way they want to, it's a certain way, it's a certain way the brothers and the sisters want to be talking to. I don't know whether the, the system, the, the system it, these particular people that I've heard, they got them caught up because they think of nothing else. 
They think about nothing but either trying to hurt somebody, put somebody on World Star. Um, they, they want to try to get out on you. They, you know, they do everything under the sun uh, uh, in front of you. The no snitching thing is the worst thing that ever happened to the black community. The yeah. worst thing yeah. is it's, it's worse than um, prohibition. It, as far as I'm concerned, it's worse than slavery, man. Because when you get to the point where you're living in a neighborhood and you know Joe Blow just broke in the house across from you and you're sitting on the porch drinking your lemonade tea, you see him breaking in the house and you sit there and don't say nothing, not a word. That's what no snitching is. What good is no snitching to the black community? Somebody need to answer that for me because I don't know. I don't know, but they standing on it. We are, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of us that are standing on it, and, and they dare you to bring it up to the point where you're going to tell somebody. It's like they want you yeah. to pick a side. Either you're going to let me screw up my neighborhood or you ain't. That's, 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 that's the only choice you have. Either you're going to let me screw it up or you're not. It's, it's deep, and it's, it's, it's the reasons why are really, really deep. But hold, hold that thought. We're going to get right back on this. We're going to okay. go to, we're going to go here, and you are caller number four. And right here we have on last four digits four one two two. We have caller number five four one two two. Who's with us? Last four digits four one two two. We have caller. Caller, caller, are you there? Hello. Hey, how are you? Caller number five. How are you today? Number five. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad. Thanks for calling in. You are caller number five, and what that means is you have won two tickets for the dynamic play coming next Thursday. Not Thursday. Where did I get that from? Next Saturday at uh, Thornton Fractional South High School in Lansing, Illinois, for somebody else's baby. Oh, well, I'm I'm Got so it. happy because I really wanted to see that. And uh, can I can I? What's your name, please? My name's Mary Graham. I use my second song. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Oh man, she got through. Hey, that's, hey, that's, Mary that's again. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I was gonna get those tickets. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, I, hey, hey Keith, I, she was on the phone with me earlier, Keith. I'm sorry. She was on the phone with me earlier. Asked me. Um, I yeah, thought it was in Lansing. I, I, I didn't well, know where. I, I said he's I, in Texas. Look, I've been calling caller number one, two, three, four, and and I use my second phone. I said I'm getting these tickets, so I'm caller number five. Well, I'm 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 happy for you, and uh, I tell you, this is going to be a, uh, a a great, great, great play. They're really pumped up, and, and I'm I'm pumped up with them, man. So, uh, what we'll do, uh, I'll have to get. Are you on Facebook? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's, Jimmy. You 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 Facebook friends with Miss Graham, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay, Miss Graham. What we'll do is uh, after the show, I'm going to connect with you and and. Uh, to message you on Facebook and get your information. What we'll do is I'll make sure that uh, uh, at the ticket window you, you'll pick them up right at the right at the right at the, at the play. You'll pick them up right at the at the door and make sure that we have your okay. name on a pair a pair of tickets. I will be there. I'm in Texas now, but next weekend I'll be in okay. Chicago. I'm going to see this play. Hopefully, I might even get a chance to cross paths with you and meet you. But uh, oh, sure, that would I'll, be wonderful. I'll, absolutely. Are you in I'll, Houston, I'll Texas? I'm in uh, Midlothian, Texas. I'm about 30 miles south of Dallas. Nice little country town, oh. you know. Uh, okay. A.B., okay. O.B., all, all of them. I see, I see them all the time. All okay. The time. So 
I'll get you, I'll get your uh, information and I'll, and I'll contact you after the show via Facebook and uh, we'll we'll get it together for you. But thanks for calling in. You got two tickets for the play, and I look forward to uh, seeing you there. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You take care. Talk with you later. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Brother Jen, that's what it's about, man. I like that. Yeah, I see. I see. I like yeah, she was asking me a whole bunch of questions about the tickets to play and everything. I said, well, I really don't know. I said, just call in, and and you guys talk about that. I really didn't know, but I'm glad she I'm glad she won, man. I'm glad she won. And she called in, and uh, look what happened. And she and she was clever. She said, you got two phones. Why not put them both to work? You know, why have one just sitting <laughs> That's there? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You never know until you so try. We have, absolutely. We have another caller. We're going to go to another caller. We're going to get right back to where we were as far as the neighborhood. We've got to cover that. And uh, we, okay. we have a caller here, and we'll see uh, about where that perspective, the angle of the caller's perspective. We have an extension 8652. Our caller, are you with us? Yes. Hello? Hello. How are you today? Hello? Yes, yes I'm Alicia Kennedy. I'm sorry, who's calling again? This is Alicia Kennedy. How are you, Miss Kennedy? Hello. Yes, I'm calling about the show, and um, I can't wait to see the show on the 26th. Um, let's play about somebody else's baby. I'm so excited yes. about it. I can't wait to see the show. Yeah, I, I think it is going to be uh, one thing I really love about what Diane Martin is doing here, because we, we have been so systematically uh, wickedly projected all over the world. When you see how we're projected throughout the whole world, when you look at daytime television with the Jerry Springer, they, they have us looking like such buffoons. And this is what yeah. they see of us all over the world. So I like this because it's, it's helping to counter the image that's projected of us throughout the world. And I think we all need to do that. We've got to counter the system instead of falling in place with it. be safe Exactly, yes. And um, this is this would be the first show that I'll see one of her shows, but I've seen, um, I have read a uh, couple of books of her books, and they are really, really nice, and I really like to see it, like, in action, so I can't wait to the 26th to see the show. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I got a feeling it's going to be a good crowd, uh, a passionate crowd, and I'm looking forward to it. Yes. And um, we, I, I, I heard something about we could call in for, so could you close the door? Um, about some tickets. <laughs> well, I, I, I just we, we we just had our fifth caller come in to call in, and we I just gave the tickets away. We did we did have a winner already for the tickets. Oh, okay then, no problem. But like I said, I can't wait to see the show, and I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Right. I, I thank you for All calling. Right. Thank you for your support, and uh, keep keep and, and, and keep and stay in touch with us, and keep listening. I appreciate right. you. I I will. Take will, care. will do. Bye bye. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, brother Jim. Uh, let's let's, yeah. let's pick it up. Let's pick it up right where we were, man. We were just talking about uh, the, the, the frustration, just not not really just caring about each other. And uh, I think you, deep you, down you, that everybody does care. It's a degree of careness. You know, the, 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 uh, it's a degree to where they will will give you a, a, a certain amount of respect because. You know, you you get tired of getting beat down every day. You know, sometimes you go to work, you get beat down by your supervisor, then you. On the bus, you know, you got a bunch of little kids running around, you know, especially around school when school gets out, and they they're not disrespecting anybody. They don't want to give any any of the elders any 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 seats or because they're loud and taking pictures and whatnot. But on the on the flip side of that, um, 
solution to a whole lot of that stuff is, man, we need to take care of where we're at. I mean, we, we're only like in a 25 by 125 space. If we can control that, our houses, our homes, you know, yeah. keep the outside up, um, keep a mentality of, of, of saneness inside the home and let most of it stay outside until you decide to do something to, with that and correct that. If we can control our houses, man, we can pretty much control the block. Once you can control the block, that means that you, you got neighbors that are actually that, that will communicate with you. Unfortunately, I got one. I'm going through going through that right now. My household is together. I got three daughters. I got two grandkids, and my, I call her my lady, but she's gonna be my wife pretty soon. We've been together 38 years. You know, wow. and I get a lot of flack because they saying, "Well, why won't you marry her?" Well, I've been together 38 years. It's gonna happen on my time and my dime. But anyway. I got a neighbor right now. I cannot get this guy to cut his bushes, bushes 10 feet tall. I can't get him to cut those bushes for nothing. I explained to him that I got daughters that work. They come past there. I'm, I'm afraid for them because somebody may be hiding in that bush. These things goes in one ear and not the other. And I'm going to tell you how I got his attention. And I'm going to tell everybody on your radio show how I got his attention. I knocked on his door one day, and I told him. I said, dude. If anything happened to my daughters because of those bushes, it's going to be you and I. I got his attention now. He cuts them, but he still half cuts them. Um, he doesn't take care of them like I think he should, but he cuts them like once a month. I guess that's better than not cutting them at all. But why I had to go there with him to take care of something that, that was really elementary, just I'm, I'm, I'm afraid you can do it. If you, I told him point blank and his mother. If you guys don't want to take care of it, let me and my wife do it. We have no problem with cutting it. We cut ours all the time. She doesn't want to, she doesn't want to take the man, his manhood away as far as the man of the house from him. So mm -hmm. she directs everything back to him. And we tell Miss Smith, but you know your son ain't going to do nothing. Why don't you let, why don't you give us the okay? Anyway, the problem with that whole situation, you got a whole bunch of them on a whole bunch of blocks. Now, if you got a whole block full of them, that block is going to be like that one house. The ideal is to try to make that, to get out, get out of the house, you know, get involved with the neighbor, get involved with the neighborhood some type of way. But you got branches that goes in different directions from there too because you got crooked, you got crooked aldermen, you got crooked police, you got the brothers that, that that's waiting to pounce on you. Your job is you got a job to go, you got a job to go to. Their job is to wait till you go to your job. It's a whole lot of different crap. But to make all this up and to make it correct. We could easily, just by communicating with each other, it will work. Knock on your neighbor's door, ask them if they need anything. Ask them, can you help? Okay, you're going to get frustrated and ticked off like I did, but at least you tried. And then yeah. if you want to get involved with some community stuff, which is fine. I tried a couple of community organizations to get involved with. The reason that I didn't stay involved with them, because they got to the point where they got us all geeked up about making the neighborhood nice, and then they went off into their little room and had their little private meetings. Wait a minute, wait, whoa. I'm part of this also. What are you guys talking about? Well, we're going to have an executive meeting. No meeting, no meeting, no meeting. Next thing you know, they want us to sign off on some stuff that they already agreed upon. But wait a minute. I wasn't there. But anyway, that's that's you know, politics. When you mention, when you talk about uh, the things, you know, no, nobody knows the things that we need to do better than the system knows the things we need to do, which is why they do what they do. And exactly. Meaning that our, you know, they have contaminated our seeds. 
and speaking of our youth, and they have done it through various means because they have totally desensitized our kids with these violent video games, with these Lil Wayne assholes, uh, these <laughs> Chief Keefs, these, these nappy-headed, no-music-making rappers, and I, it, it, it has absorbed the minds of our youth and some of these adults. And I, I'm going to give another brother, Tracy Simmons, a, a prop, too, because he said something one day. He said that's why they call it a TV program, and I never looked at it like that. But our TV is programming our kids. It is programming our adults. This stuff like Scandal and all this other stuff, it's okay to watch that. But these people seem, a lot of people, not these people, a lot of people seem to watch it. They kind of absorb it. They're not just looking at it and say, okay, it's over, it's over. But, man, they're talking about it at work, and they talk about it on Facebook. All these poisons out here that we just willingly embrace have, have gone to corrupt us. In addition to a depleted school system, you don't think that the system sees our school systems and how, they, and how it is? Hell, yeah, they, they, they made it that way. That's yeah. gone forever, man. What, what, what do you think about that? But I mean, you know what? It's, they, they, they've been studying us since we got here. It's just it's just a system. That's why I tell a lot of people, just keep your third eye open. You know, you got two, but keep that third eye open. Everything makes sense. History will tell you what's coming up next. All you have to do is be able to have a cutoff switch to what you want to absorb and what you don't want to absorb. The cutoff switch yeah. will help you decide how are you going to take in certain information or what type of information, cut it off, and then start thinking about what you can do because you already know what the system wants you to do, how you can work either within or around the system. The system is not going anywhere. You know, they, have, they, they always have studies of black people and, and how we act, how we vote, what we eat, you know, um, how we communicate with each other, how we have sex with each other, how we, we, we interact with each other, you know. And the stuff is real simple. I'm going to tell everybody right now, this is just my opinion. Everything that you need to know is within you. Just cut it off. If you know you're going to do something that's going to tick, tick the whole family off, don't do it. If you know you're going to get into an argument with your girl, your kids, your neighbors or whatever about something that's happening, you know you're going to get into an argument with them, cut it off. If you know that you've got an alderman that's only going to come out around election time, if you know that she's hooked up with the mayor and they hooked up with the rest of the aldermen around you and you know they're going to bring you some crap only around election time, cut it off. Solution is deal with it, but deal with it on a level that, 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 that's intelligent, that will work for you and your family first, your neighbor, your block, and then your community. Because you gotta, you gotta keep coming back to the, um, you gotta keep coming back to the twenty-five by one twenty-five. You got to, because you gotta have a place that's not corrupt, is 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 filtered with with some type of love and, and and energy. You gotta have a place like that to keep coming back to, and then when you step back out there, you refresh and you can deal with certain things. But if you constantly coming home and it's all wrecked up. And then you got a, a ratchet. I got that from my daughter. I just found out what ratchet was, too. Anyway, if you got to go out there and deal with these ratchet people and you know how they are and you know how they work, step back. Let that train go by, and you can deal with it. You can get count how many cars, how many windows, the serial numbers, how many times they pop electricity. What I'm saying is we can do this. It's so simple. We can easily just sit down 
and tell ourselves what do we want to do and how we want to be for the rest of the day. Because we already know what's going to tick us off. We already know what's going to happen. We already know, and I, we already have an idea what our future is going to be. But that's been programmed yeah. into us. That's yes, been programmed. Absolutely. Anytime you we, can sit we, down and 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 tell yourself that 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 Johnny Law is going to get me when I step outside, you got to ask yourself, why is Johnny Law going to get you? What you going to do to provoke, provoke Johnny Law? Maybe it's just he got a bad attitude or whatever. But when you step back and say, okay, if Johnny Law mess with me, this is who I'm going to go to to take care of Johnny Law. Now, Johnny Law will have to come on with the come on. Now, if that doesn't work, it's somebody over that that will help you get rid of or take care of Johnny Law. Same thing with your household. My house, I have a house in Inglewood. My friend Ethel Manuel told me a long time ago, Jimmy, get your credit right, work on your credit, make sure you get everything right, and you will get the house that you want. It took me a year, a whole year, on a $10 an hour salary to get my house over in Inglewood. He showed me how to do it. It wasn't that hard. Deal with the credit situation. Don't run from it. Take it one at a time. Be patient and knock it out. And I apply that to everything that I do. Because you got to have patience. We don't have anything else. We're not rich. Uh, we're never. Uh, some of us are going to stay in the hood. I love being in the hood. I can't. I can't tell anybody else to do it, but I love it. I love where I'm at. You know, we got metro trains rolling through here near two airports that we can easily get to uh, by expressways, some beautiful parks, but the people around you, you cannot control them. You know, yeah, yeah. you want to go out to the park and you may be a victim of, of, of a drive-by or whatnot, but ain't nothing you can do because you're in that area, but you got to deal with it. You, you can't go in your house and lock your door and hope that it goes away. It's not going to happen. Get involved. Get involved with something. Get involved with something to a level that you can actually deal with. There's a lot of things I don't know. So I deal with it to a level to where I understand, and I got that, and I go to somebody that's got more than I got. It's a, some brothers on the north side over in Cabrini Green, the new Cabrini Green, called 100 Black Men. They are into the political thing. They are into physically going out and feeding uh, homeless people and giving out clothes. They've been doing this for years. I'm not involved with it because at a certain level, they can deal with it. They can deal with the political stuff. They know how the rules are. They know who to talk to. I don't, so that will frustrate me. So I love to be involved with them, and I stay involved with them to a certain level, and that level that they're on, it's amazing. They got it down pat, but you can't do it by yourself if you don't know. It's people around you that do know, but you got to come off your high horse and ask. I'm thinking that uh, getting back to kind of on our youth, which I think that, this, this, this issue that we have now, I'm not certain it's going to be resolved in our lifetime, but because what I believe is that the whole school system, especially in the inner cities, and uh, they have to be totally remade over and overhauled, man. These, a lot of what you were saying uh, needs to be taught in the schools as far as you know, anger management, uh, conflict resolution. Uh, when these kids go into kindergarten, they, they needed, you know, forget about trigonometry. I never use, I've used arithmetic all my life, man. I never used mm -hmm. algebra, trigonometry, all that. I mean, that's 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 a gift if you want that on the side. But as far as the required courses, this is what needs to be implemented into these schools so these kids can understand that life is not a video game. You don't just do this stuff and press reset and start over again. This stuff is final. 
And yeah, the problem. One of the problems with the school system. I'm sorry, go ahead, Keith. No, I was going to say. I was just going to say we have to re- reprogram. We have to counter the system's effect. That's all. Yeah, you're right. But the, one of the problems with the school system. I'm going to say this. My daughter was about to graduate. No, 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 I'll take that back. She's about to go to, to her senior year. And she came to me and asked me, Daddy, can I quit school? I understood where she was coming from. I really did because when I won that scholarship you, we were talking about earlier, I won a two-year scholarship to go to, um, go to uh, Art Institute. I gave it back in 79. I graduated in 78. I gave it back in 79. I felt like if they couldn't teach me black history, what I really wanted to learn while I was in high school, why am I going to go four more years in a system that don't even want to be bothered with me? So when my daughter came to me and told me, Daddy, I want to quit school, I told her two things. I said, either you're going to get a job or you're going to go back to school at some point. Know what she did, Keith? And it blew my mind. She started her own business. She started doing uh, locks and uh, twisters and whatnot, and she's been doing that for three years. Three years. Wow. And my baby's been okay for three years. And she didn't go, she didn't finish high school, and she didn't go to college. She started a business on her own. All I did was gave her the seed money, like my mom gave me the money for the computer school, and she took off from there. But getting back to the school system, the problem with the school system is too many egos. You got the mayor wants to do something. You got the union wants to do something. The problem with the union that I see, ain't nothing wrong with the union. The problem that I see with the union is that you cannot have a bad teacher here and tell me that I cannot fire that teacher because that teacher's not doing his job because the union contract states that that tenured teacher will have to be placed somewhere else. So what are they going to place them at? In the black community. They've been doing it for years. That's why our kids academically are where they're at. Yeah, they could be taught at home. They can go to school training the whole nine yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, poli- the politics of the whole thing is that the, the city doesn't really care. The union don't really care. They got these egos clashing. Somebody wants to be king or queen of the whole thing. They the want to be able to control the, the direction the at the expense of the kids. And there's certain things that we just can't do. We can do it, but it's hard. We, we cannot work and school our children at the same time. A lot of us just can't do it. A lot of us don't have the mental capacity to do it. We just don't. And we stuck at a point where we can drop the kids off in the, in the, in the, in the, in the factories, the, the educational factories, and lift the system that don't want to be bothered with them because they're too busy focused on each other, trying to stab each other in the back and trying to get the government money from this and yeah. city money for that. And that's all their minds are on. They only need the grades to be a certain level at a certain time of year just so they can get the federal money to keep their salaries coming in. So the kids on a scale of 1 to 10 is like number 17, 18 on a scale of 1 to 10. So the kids really don't matter. Only thing we can do at home, getting back to that 25 by 125, is to assure them that they got love. We're going to be there with them. We're going to try to make the best decision for you at this time. All we're asking you to do is just not to screw up. If you Just don't screw up. We know the system is against us. We're going to try to make it work. Yeah. Just don't screw up. Yeah, we, 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 have to, we have to counter that system. And, I, and I, like you say, it's not, the system ain't going nowhere. Ain't nothing happening. And, and, I mean, we don't, have, we don't have nothing. We have to get something in order to do something. Uh, you know, 
we're depending on the system for everything. We don't. I, I, I've always said one thing that we should have if nothing else. We should have, as black people, a national hotel. I say put it in Florida, right in the face of Florida. Don't boycott Florida. Use Florida. If a class hotel and convention center, all these black organizations and churches, NAACP, all of them, they go to Florida all the doggone time. Well, why not? Why not? The Essence Festival in New Orleans, man, all the entertainers are black. Why don't Why don't we have our own house to do this in? You know, it, it, it just it, it just makes me shake my head, man. It, why we just can't come? That the churches are separate. They can't come together. Most people go to church, so if the churches can't come together, how in the hell are people going to come together, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're man. right on that one. It it's, kills it's me with those else, churches, man. man. I did this. I counted churches from 55th in Ashland to 95th. I took my time out and just counted them. I counted over 50 churches from 55th in Ashland to 95th in Ashland. I'm not even talking about the Sash Streets going back east, the Sash Streets going back west. Yeah. Just 95th in Ashland to 55th in Ashland. Ain't that something? So, so, and, and you know what that tells me, man? What that tells me is that, and I, I don't mean no disrespect to nobody. Whatever works for you, more power to you. I'm just saying okay. that what that is telling me is that my eyes not are maybe totally all open. Of them, yeah, not, not yeah, you're all right. of them. It's not all but of them. The church is part of the system. There's some great churches, but there are some others, my brother. Okay. You know, and uh, you know, if 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 um if any of my Facebook friends are listening to me right now, and I get into a lot of lot of um. Heated arguments, not heated arguments, but okay. I get into a lot of conversation with a lot of church folks about God and church and stuff like that. And I never told anybody on Facebook this. My best friend, Rick Claiborne, and his wife, Pam Claiborne, he's a pastor, and they've been going to church religiously for years. And that's my best friend. We never get into ideology, God this, God that. We just have a good, whenever we get around each other, we have a good time. But you got some people out here constantly pointing fingers because they think they found God or they know they found God and try to shove it down your throat. That's where the problem comes in at with me. But churches, if these churches got together, as far as the black community, man, if everybody Uh paid their own fair fair share of taxes, non-for-profit churches, if they paid their their fair share of taxes, that's a start right there. That means the average poor person financially wouldn't have to burden themselves with that much taxes because it's being taken up by somebody that's actually in the black community that's actually doing something as far as a church and have a service. Pay your fair share. Put that burden take take a little bit of that burden off me. Just just volunteer to do it. They won't do it because it's another yeah. ego thing. You got pastors that yeah. argue with each other, leave and start another church. Yeah, well, you know what? I remember that show they had on for, I don't even know if it's still on. I never watched it, but the uh, Passes of L.A. or something like that. I never watched uh, that they it. Had on. I, I, I never watched it, but I heard about it. I never wanted to watch it, but, I, but you know what I said? I said, you know what? They on point because that's the real deal. They represent. Okay. What they're doing is what I believe goes on on, on many of these churches. It, it, it's uh the fact that they don't have to pay taxes. See, this is all enticement by the government, which is why I say the church is part of the system. Oh, because they know, they, they, they know what they're doing. They, they know that it makes us, as as it makes us passive, gullible, it makes us look outside of ourselves instead of looking within ourselves. It teaches you to pray, which to me is begging, instead of the meditating, which to me is reaching within for your own personal spiritual power. 
it's just kind of backwards, but if it makes a person a better person, more power. You, that's what you do. You know? But see, that's what they, a lot of them pretend, a lot of people that's in church pretend that it's doing them some good. They got to put, it's almost like show business. They got to put up their show the whole hour that they're there. It's just my opinion. They got to put up their show for the hour until those people leave passing the collection plate, of course. Then they have their meetings and figure out how they're going to do certain things and get around. They spend more time getting around the system than we do. Because when they open yeah. up a church, they get they don't call them churches no more. They, they get around the church thing as far as separation of um, uh, church and state. They call it something else. They don't call it a church. They call it a ministries or um, uh, uh, um, something. They call it ministries or whatever. They don't call it. They can't use the word church. The word church is in the law some type of way where you got to separate that from the state. So they call it everything else. So just, and they can get property right next to word, it. Just change the damn word and go about the dirt, huh? And going about their business. And they got annexes. They yeah. can get apartment buildings and call them annexes and get buku check breaks, yeah. tax yeah. breaks. As long as, they, as long as they follow the systems, follow the systems lead and do what the system wants them to do. It's, it's, they, they, you know, that, that's what we need, a damn unspoken and disciplined code of ethics among us to hold some of these people accountable uh, for the things that they're yeah. doing. We're not because we're too gullible. We want that person yep. to be out there talking for us. We want that person to be nice and smelling good and going to somebody, visit somebody else's church because that's our pastor. Look at our pastor. Look at his suit. Yeah. Look at his clothes. Look at his car. That's our pastor. He's representing us. No, he's not. Half of them don't even live in the same neighborhood where they go to church at. If you want to get a tax break and you have a church, then your ass needs to live in the same community as that church or you don't get the tax break. Then we'll see how. Then we'll see. Yeah, the past. If the past. Then we'll see. Then I want you to recount those churches on that strip you said. See if it'll go down to about ten. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, really, because they, they got to give up. They got to give up their second god. <laughs> I'm saying. <Yeah. laughs> but let me let me before we we, we come into the uh, closing now, man. I want to look. This is why I ask. Uh, well, there's a couple of questions I want to ask. First, I want to say, okay. uh, what is? Did, have you seen Twelve Years a Slave? No. No, I haven't seen it. Matter of fact, I bought a bootleg okay. and it didn't work. That was a sign right there. But no, I never seen it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was I was just gonna ask you, what did you? Because I I think it's a I think it's hogwash. I didn't I didn't. I'm, I'm tired of those kind of movies. And uh, I always just want to get your opinion. But if you haven't seen it, we'll leave that alone. But what, well, what, you know, uh, getting in, get the Hollywood theme for me, man. I Hollywood is a script. It's all about money. I don't care what nobody says. If it's not making money, it ain't happening in Hollywood. You may be able to get somebody to finance it and put it on a in maybe two or three theaters. That's about it, you know. And and as far as Hollywood is concerned, they don't want anything of substance. Why is it that 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 Twelve Years a Slave, from what I was reading, won all those awards, but the Butler didn't? What the Butler was too dignified? I didn't get that. It's just it's systematic, brother. It's all systemized, and that's if people if people just take time to really, really understand the system. I, and this is what you know, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, who I, I was honored to interview her uh, a few months ago, uh, says that if you don't understand the system and uh, what it is, how it is, and and and, and who it does, then everything you think you understand will only confuse you, man. And if, if you understand exactly. the system. You 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 are you halfway there. Then it's a matter of countering that, and then we're there. We're, then we're working on where we need to be. That's all. Well, it's real simple. Bring it back home and deal with it. So 
So what, what I want to ask you, what, what out here, what, what, what just, what pet peeve do you have? What pisses you off, man? What's, you know, if you had to say something that just kind of really gets up under your skin about whether it's us or what, the system or what's happening in the community, what pisses you off? It's the, the neighborhood, really. The neighborhood is, is, is not the problem. It's the people. If it's some type of way, man, that we can get these people to understand, you, 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 you can't, you can't down a community because it doesn't look the way you, it, it, it's a, it doesn't look the way you want it to look when you first look at it. That takes effort. I got, it's a lot of Mexicans moving into uh, West Inglewood as we speak, and I used to get into arguments with people on Facebook about moving into Inglewood. You know, it was, oh yeah, all this has happened, that happened, that happened. Yeah, 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 that's right. But these people that are moving in, they're called pioneers. They're going to make it happen. They're going to make it grow. They're going to make it um, um, obtainable. They're going to make it um, they, they're gonna make it stable. They're going to um, bring in ideas. They're going to grow it. They're going to perfect it. And then they're going to chill after they did all of that. But you've got to put the work in. You know, I didn't come out here to Inglewood to be a crusader. I came to Inglewood because the house I had in Roseland just got too small for my girls. And my wife, she found the house. I was looking over in Roseland to find another house, but she found the one in Inglewood. My my middle daughter hated it, by the way. She moved out for two months until I gave her the biggest room in the house. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But I got the house livable. I got it lovable. Um... I bought the house from a pastor. She she was going to um, Africa for her studies, and she had people living in the house. It was a drug house, and then these people tore it up, and she had it locked down for like two years until I rolled up on it, and she was happy to sell it to me. Matter of fact, we made deals. I hope the IRS ain't listening to you. We made deals since he was the private owner and I was the uh, buyer that she would loan me 5000 on paper, I borrowed five for my friends and my neighbors on 100, over 104th and Forest. They gave me the money for the down payment for this house. And when, I learned, when my partner, Ethel Manuel, taught me how to deal with the system, I got the equity out of the house. It was $30,000 of equity in the house just sitting here. Nobody in it. It took me six months to get that equity out. I paid her her $5,000 back. I paid my friends their money back. I took the other twenty. May have been probably about seventeen because of the taxes and stuff like that, and I fixed the house up. But it was a matter of just asking, and the neighborhood is not going anywhere. If you really want a home, own a home. I worked the system to the point now where my my mortgage, escrow, and taxes is only six hundred thirty-two dollars a month, and this is in like a five-bedroom home with one and a half baths. People to pay that wow. much money for rent somewhere. The system will let you do it if you get involved and try to figure it out. The system ain't locking nobody out. We're locking our own selves out because we're scared to be somewhere where we think it should be on another level. It ain't South Shore. It ain't, it ain't, it, it, it's not Beverly. It's, 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 it's not the new Cabrini Green because it's beautiful over there. But it's mine. I yeah. own it. My 25 by 125 is nice. I'm ta- I, I, hey, I'm bragging about it. Mine is nice. But now if I can get my neighbor to act right on my right, my two neighbors <laughs> on my left, <laughs> my two neighbors on my left side, they keep their property up big time. It's, it's knucklehead on my right. It's not like it's always one, huh? 
I hear it's you. always one. If I can get him to clean up his act, I got the whole block in terms of beautification. The whole so block. In, 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 uh, in closing, what I, I, think I should have given your heads up on this. But what I do is I want to give you a chance to uh, make a closing statement. Uh, just anything you might want to share with the people out there who are listening, uh, Facebook, family, friends, whatever. Uh, you can uh, just feel free to just, just give us a closing statement about whatever, whatever you think of man. Go ahead with that. Okay, in closing, everybody that's listening, um, I don't care what your situation is or how deep in debt you are or how miserable you are or where your situation is going or, or, or how dead end it looks. It's in you. It's in you. It's spiritual, and God is there. It's spiritual to the point where you got to stop looking at things with your two eyes and open up that third eye. That third eye has more common sense than what the system has given you. We've already been programmed to be a certain way. We don't have to stay yep. that way. Yeah, I've been programmed too, but I didn't stay that way. I, I would have never had made it if I hadn't opened up and came off my little pride podium and asked somebody who had more to give than I had or, or experienced more than I did to help me. Me is what I wanted to make better. Me is always going to make everything around me better. I got two grandkids, a girl and a boy. My grandson is going to take over my business. I'm, um, I'm teaching him that as we speak. My baby girl, I just bought her a 35 millimeter camera. She's going to be a photographer. She just doesn't know it yet. So the system <laughs> taught me how to use certain things to, to bring things together. It's on us. We can just just get into our little 25 by 125 and think about us. We got to get self-centered to the point where we're going to be sweating bullets every night, figuring out how we're going to make our thing better the next day. So if God bless you to get up that next is on you, do something, make a statement. Don't worry about whether everybody's going to pat you on your back or wave a flag in your corner because it ain't going to happen. That's when selfishness and the world and the system is going to take in. Because once you start waiting on them people to give you um, um, the bright lights, the candles, and, 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 and the showtime and whatnot, you can forget about it because they will tear you down in a minute. They, they, they want to build you up, and they want to tear you down. And that's the way the system I, is. But keep that third eye open, and it will work. I, I, I'm with you on that one, brother. I'm with you on that one. And on that note, I want to... To say once again, man, I'm honored to have you on. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Thanks, man. I, I really you, enjoyed this, for, man. I really did. Hey, had it not been for Facebook, we don't have this conversation, man. And I, that's why I say when I still hear people talking about Facebook, I'm saying, well, then you ain't using it right. You ain't using it right. What are you using it for? <laughs> Facebook yeah, really. is what you make. It's what it's you true. make. It, and, I, and, and I have made it, and you have made it a great, a great platform. And I, I, I appreciate you, man. Oh, man, thanks, man. This is the second time you asked me, and I'm glad I came aboard the second time because I think the first time you had asked me to do something with you, I was in the middle of something, and I apologize, but I should have called you back and told you. But but I'm glad you oh, hung no, in there, no. man, and stuck with me to ask me to come on because I, I enjoyed this, man. I hope you invite me again sometime down the road. Well, if, if you want to do it again, I don't see any reason why, why we don't. I've, I've only been doing it kind of maybe once a week, a couple of times I've done it twice. I have the right, right. To, do, to do it every day. Uh, two hours, seven days a week if I choose to, but I, I wish I had that. I'm not Salim who I feel. I, I ain't got it like that. You know, I, I, I got you. That. <laughs> but, I got uh, you. Man, I, I, I appreciate you keeping touch. I'll be, as a matter of fact, when, uh, when, once I close the show, I'm going to uh, 
connect with you on Facebook and get the information from Miss Graham, and uh, so I can get back with her and make sure she gets her tickets for the show. Oh man, sounds good. But, sounds good. Jim, take care, brother. Uh, you take care. Spread the love for the family, and uh, we'll be keeping in touch, man. I appreciate you, man, and thank you, and thanks, thanks to the audience for listening and all that good stuff. All right, brother. Take care now. Okay, man. Have a good evening. All right. All right. Uh, we got uh, hadn't done a show in a while, and uh, man, it, I, even though I'm nervous in the beginning, uh, once we get flowing, I, I, I get the feeling right at home. I, I'm, I'm real comfortable. I was real comfortable talking with Brother Jimmy Williams, and I want to say also that if you are looking for those uh, abstract customized T-shirts for your family reunion, uh, you contact Brother Jimmy Williams at Abstract T-shirts. Before you call anybody else for your T-shirts, give this brother a chance. This is what we need to do. He's extraordinary, doing extraordinary things. Let's give him some extraordinary business. Abstract T-shirts. Contact Brother Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Okay. And don't forget to uh, uh, get your tickets. Uh, I gave two of of them away today for the uh, dynamic and what's going to be a spectacular stage play for next Saturday at Thornton Fractional South High School in Lansing, Illinois. It's a play uh, written, uh, produced, and directed by Dan Martin, also uh, directed and produced by uh, William Martin. Uh, Excited. They are pumped up. Uh, I'm pumped up. I will be there. I wouldn't miss it for the world. And that's going to be next Saturday, July 26th at 6 p.m., you can get your tickets. Uh, connect with me on Facebook. You can connect with me just at Keith Bledsoe, K-E-I-T-H-B-L-E-D-S-O-E. Uh, just contact me on Facebook. You can get uh, information on the tickets there. You can you can get a hold of Diane Martin through Facebook. You can get a hold of Wanda Vasquez. You can get a hold of uh, William Martin. If you want to get those tickets, get a hold of one of us. We'll go directly to the right place. So... Wow. On that note, uh, I want to make sure we get that out there, and I look forward to seeing everybody at the play tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow. How about next Saturday? Um, I'm looking forward to it. And on that note, as always, I will say that in the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power,
Yeah. Mm-hmm. 